Hi, this is Weed. And this is Cliff. Thanks for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It's a collection of things we think are interesting, and we hope you enjoy our take on them. And if you do, please consider clicking that Support the Podcast button over on the other side of the page. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. Even if you're just a casual watcher of the NFL, you know that everything surrounding the games is constructed for the television audience. That's even more true this year with in-person attendance limited. But you might not know how much of an effect the cameras have on the football games. On the sidelines of every NFL game, there's a guy called Orange Hands. He wears big orange gloves all the way up to his shoulders in order to direct the referees on the field. So the ball is never snapped while the network is in a commercial break. And the times the games start also dictated by when the networks think the most audience will be available. And because the Dallas Cowboys have long been called America's team because of their large following, you're almost always going to see them in the most primetime slot available. But this year, Cowboys are 3-9 and nine and not another luck on their fourth string quarterback. And perhaps that's why one of the most unlikely events in the NFL history happened yesterday when league officials announced their game in the highly coveted Sunday night slot being moved to the daytime. It's a noon start when no one's watching, and in their place, the upstart Cleveland Browns, who are now in the middle of their first winning season in 13 years. Who would have thought that five years ago, (laughs) Cliff? (laughs) Nobody. 2020 (laughs) keeps on giving, doesn't it? Absolutely. (laughs) And I like orange hands. I would like to have that job, Cliff. That would be, I mean, uh, it would be... To do any job in a in production like that would be awesome. It's even something on where you big wore big orange gloves. Well, I read a story, Cliff, that the uh, yeah. folks that do the chain, the chain gang, you know, yeah, mm-hmm. they get like a hundred and fifty dollars a game, and that's it. That's it. That's it. <laughs> and it's extremely hard to get that job because it is pretty well passed along from one family member to the next, generation after generation. That's. That's why they only make $150 a game. That's exactly right. (laughs) Exactly right. And they have spare chains there in case the ones they have break. You know what I'm saying? The only other got them Mm. stashed away on the home side in a box. But the Mm. cool part is, during the story I read, they said their moment of glory, and it doesn't happen very often, Mm-hmm. is when they bring the chains on the field. On the field. <laughs> and they hand them to the referee. They all yep. have little signs and symbols, hand symbols, that their family knows, so they're saying <laughs> hi to them. I thought that was pretty cool. <laughs> and a good morning to Tom, who texted in a few minutes ago, Cliff, saying, yep. I can't decide if you guys are getting better at doing a radio show or if I've lowered my standards to where it sounds better. <laughs> That's kind of where we got you, isn't it, Cliff? Yeah, uh-huh. it's, it's a quandary. It is a quandary. <laughs> I can't be the only one that, well, I just have this urge to fight yeah. one of those Christmas blow-up decorations that are in people's <laughs> yards. Just walk up and punch I one. just want to, you know, do a little jabbing and pop, pop, pop. You know, just to see it bounce you know, around a little. <laughs> you know, if every evening, right around sunset, Although a little earlier now, because, you know, it's getting colder, so I like to have the sun still up. I take the dog for a walk, and those are up all over the neighborhood, and I never really have thought about punching one until now. Thank and, you very much. And now every time you go past. <laughs> That's all I'm going to be thinking about. I just to go over there and punch Santa in the nose. I just like to go five minutes with a tall Santa Claus or a snowman that's all cliff now they can't punch back that's the good thing i mean to say you you couldn't last my five minutes. well that's true 
<laughs> Even against a blow-up doll. <laughs> You're right. We'd earlier this morning, we had a good news story about the NFL team in Cleveland, but it's interesting to note that in spite of the winning record for a team that's been abysmal for decades, Clevelanders are still Clevelanders. 19 News reported earlier this week that a situation in the downtown area has been rectified once officials figured out what was going on. Like most big cities around the country, tall buildings long empty in the downtown area now being turned into apartment complex or other developers building fancy new shiny ones like the Reserve Square Apartments, a 23-story building glistening in the city skyline with rents ranging from $800 to $2,000 a month. High-rise, high-class living in downtown Cleveland until those residents got a visit from the Morning Roadshow Department of Just in Time for Breakfast. It turns out some people walking on the sidewalk below felt in recent weeks stuff falling from the sky. And they called the investigative reports crew at the local TV station who were quick to find the problem. It seems as though TV crews came down, set up their cameras, and soon caught video of someone on a balcony high above sweeping dog waste down to the sidewalk below. It was raining dog poop, one neighbor said. It's fallen on people walking by with groceries and it's fallen on people waiting at the bus stop with one neighbor adding that, well, being hit with a dog turd that's fallen 20 stories seems like being smacked with wet pumpkin pie. As it turns out, one of the basic human rights offered to Americans, quite simple, the right to walk down the street without poop falling on us. I'd kind of like to be slapped with some pumpkin pie, to be honest with you, just to see what that feels like. I've never had that experience. Have you, Cliff? Well, I can't say that I have, actually. Yeah. No. And I sure don't want the Cleveland experience. The Cleveland experience. We've coined a new phrase. (laughs) (laughs) You know, Cliff, I've heard of Robin Hood my entire life. I never really thought much about it until this week, whenever you had a story that you mentioned Robin Hood and the Nottingham Forest and all of that. Mm -hmm. He kind of had like a scheme going, didn't he? (laughs) You mean the uh, steal from the rich, give to the poor scheme? Yes. Yeah, he did, actually. It's like he, he would always be employed... By doing that, because if you were poor, yeah, and he went out and stole from the rich, and mm-hmm. gave you all of the loot, did he kind of look at you like, "Hey, <laughs> hey you're the you're rich, rich one. You're the rich one now." <laughs> <laughs> it's like self-perpetuating um, job creation. Yes, he gives you all the loot. <laughs> he jumps on his horse. He turns around and looks at you yeah. and go, "Hey." <laughs> Didn't really think about it. I didn't right. even, until you mentioned it this week. I never thought of it. Frosting the snowman. Now you Frost. don't know what I'm. You don't know what I'm talking about. Most of our wonderful <laughs> listeners. When yeah, I say frosting yeah, be, the snowman, because so few of our wonderful listeners have actually been to weedandcliff.com to see the typo. <laughs> That's exactly right, Cliff. I looked at the uh, vote results so far in our on yeah. our uh, Christmas challenge over there, Christmas song yeah. challenge. Sad. Yep. Sad, sad, sad. <laughs> mm. And Cliff's going to have the sad announcement of the winning songs yeah. after the 9 o'clock news. Okay, the question of the day is, what exactly are we frosting the snowman with? Okay, we're not really frosting anything. It was a typographical error. Although, Cliff, that question would probably do better than our Christmas song challenge contest. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we'd, we'd probably get more responses I, from if we I, posted that question. I think we would, too. Cliff, I can't keep my eye off of the uh, wind 
I don't know, windometer or whatever this the thing windometer. is. windometer. Yes. Yeah, that's exactly what it's called. It uh, has been blowing between 10 and 15 miles an hour, and that takes yeah. me back to the uh, inflatable Christmas decorations. <laughs> no. When the wind's blowing like that, yeah. it's like they're bobbing and weaving, challenging <laughs> you to come up and slug go, one of them. Yeah. I bet you can't hit me. Right bet you can't yeah. hit me. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, you probably could. <laughs> probably, yeah. Weed having renovation work done is a stressful time for many a homeowner, and it seems like the more complicated the work is, the more workers will be required and the longer they'll have to be present at the job site. And statistics show the more workers you have present and the longer they're there, the more likely it is one of them will have to poop. Much to the chagrin of this homeowner in Sutherland Shire, Australia. Crews were working on renovations of the woman's home. And while said homeowner had taken care to provide a porta potty on site outdoors, a plumber doing bathroom work apparently installed a new toilet and then sat down and used it. The homeowner knows this because there was evidence left behind in the bowl, which required two rounds of cleaning to clear. We know all of this because the homeowner later complained on social media that her new toilet's virginity had been taken by someone else. <laughs> I wouldn't go that far. No, no. <laughs> and two rounds, I wouldn't want to go that far either, Cliff. That's a... <laughs> I don't know if there's Taco Bells in Australia, but maybe that's uh, where it all came from. I don't know. Wow. Well, Cliff, each and every yep. morning on this program, mm-hmm. we provide this list of things just off the top of my head okay there's music yep there's news there's scores contests maybe a smile possibly (laughs) we try to work one of those in at least once in four hours the list kind of goes on and on and on and we offer all of these things on the morning road show cliff to try and entice our wonderful 11 listeners to listen to us in the morning now, it doesn't That's seem true. like a lot of hard work, but there's a lot of hard work kind of sort of going on in the background. Kind of, sort of. Yes. Yeah. All of that, okay. Cliff, as you well know, yes. to get people to listen and to participate in what's going on. Yeah, you're right. And then I got this voice message a few minutes ago. Okay. Some Santa Claus here. Some Santa Claus, right? Some Santa Claus, right? Yeah, the other stations, that's all they're playing. So I'm going to stick with you guys today. Yeah, because everybody else is playing Christmas songs. All of those things on that list, Liv. We work hard at every day. Man, absolutely nothing. Yeah. Because, uh-huh. you know, now the rest of them are playing Christmas stuff. <laughs> so we're the most desirable out of the least desirable. That, well, I think that's right. That's exactly right. Do you hear what I hear? A crappy song, a crappy Christmas song. Said Bill McCracken to the DJ Weed. His songs making my eardrums bleed. Okay, all right. It wasn't that bad. It wasn't that bad. Yeah, so I got got two things out of all that. Okay. He can can stop identifying so. We all know that's freaking Phil McCracken. (laughs) That's right, yes. The sound of his voice. And as much as the Christmas music makes his eardrums bleed, there's a lot of our other listeners who would say the same thing about whatever's coming out of his mouth. Yes, yes, they would. (laughs) Wow. Did you see that uh, Dairy Queen story, Cliff, out of Minneapolis, Minnesota? I did not see that. 
you know, they had a drive through there to Dairy Queen. Yeah. And a guy started it off. I'll pay for the person behind me. Okay. When it got completely done mm -hmm. and some jerk finally said, I'm not going to pay for anybody else's. Right. <laughs> they had over 900 cars in a row go through there that everyone paid somebody's in the back behind them. Yeah. That's I'm, pretty I'm impressive. Gonna... Yeah. 900? <laughs> I mean, that's a lot of pressure on you because especially if they tell you, you know, we're up to 333 people. <laughs> so you, paid... you would not want to be the person who breaks the string, so no, to speak. No, but there's one dude when it got to 900 and something <laughs> went, no. And I'm sure yeah. they tried to, you know, push him in to do it. Oh, come on. Yeah, because, because, you know, once it starts happening... People start talking about it on social media. That's what social media does. And pretty soon somebody's going, you know what? I'm going to get in that line and I'm going to buy, uh, you know, I'll order whatever. And then the bill's going to be like, I don't know, $700. And the person behind me is going to pay. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> yeah. But there was one person there, Cliff, that went, yeah. oh, no, yeah. no, I'm not no. doing this. Nope. We're, we're done here. It's time now for Take It to the Bank. Cliff, this one is right up your alley because you mentioned <laughs> a microscope. Yeah. And actually, it has nothing to do with a microscope. Oh, really? This has to okay. do with something I don't yeah. know what it is, actually. A okay. bellows camera. Oh, okay. And this I know is what that is. Okay. Yeah. Well, this is what happened, Cliff. Okay. Wilson A. Bentley lived mm -hmm. in Vermont his entire life. And he's generally credited with figuring out that no two snowflakes are exactly a right okay. or alike. What he did was yes. he adapted a yep. microscope to a bellows camera and became in 1885 at the age of 20 the first person to ever take a picture of a single snow crystal. Okay. And then he went on to, to take over 5,000 pictures of snowflakes over the next 40 years <laughs> wow. and never found a perfect match between any of them in a 40-year wow. career of taking pictures of snowflakes. And ironically, Cliff, Mr. Bentley died of pneumonia after walking home through a blizzard <laughs> in 1931. <laughs> he spent way too much time out in the cold. Yes, he did. <laughs> Remember back just... Ten months ago. Ten months ago when we all Ten used months to ago? Yes, when we all used to cough without covering our mouth. And <laughs> yes. We ate with dirty, yes. filthy hands and well That's share right. a popsicle with a stranger if we wanted That's to. That's right. And we never washed our hands after we went to the bathroom. Never. And yeah. now, Cliff, here we yep. are, ten months later, and mm -hmm. they're telling us, and my hands will attest to this, it looks like I've been captured. And somebody's taking razor blades and cut on the back of my yes. hands and fingers. Oh, yeah. On average, yep. ten times a day, we wash our hands. And eight times a day, we throw sanitizer on top of there, too. <laughs> yes. And that's the reason my hands, I know, look like I, they do. And I've been yep. putting some stuff on there, Cliff. Mm, and yep. the report is there's no going back. Oh, really? What really surprised me, though, Cliff, was... 73% of guys say they're cleaner now than they ever were before in their lives. <laughs> Hence the uh, comment originally where I said, 
We never washed our hands after we went to the bathroom. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Cliff, anything said today? Phrases of the day start with number three. You couldn't last five minutes, even against a blow-up doll. (laughs) I'm afraid you're right, Cliff. Yeah. Number two, the Cleveland experience, a.k.a. it was raining dog poop. (laughs) The number one morning roadshow phrase for today. What exactly are we frosting the snowman with? Well, it was a typo. It's just a typo. But it is kind of interesting. Yeah, it is kind of interesting to think about. The typo, though, shall live in infamy because it's still available to see. Uh, We've carried it on to the next round of voting at weedandcliff.com. Not that anybody's going to, but we give you the option to do it, right? To go look at it and, yeah, you you mean vote or actually go frosting the snowman either one you want to do (laughs) either one (laughs) if there's something you'd like to hear us talk about go to weedandcliff.com and click the contact us button and send us a message thanks again for listening to the new weed and cliff podcast